Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Jesus 911, two man car. My name is Jesse Romero, Paul Clay. I want to start off the show with a morning psalm. Today's uh, responsorial psalm at Holy Mass, Psalm 111. David writes to us, The Lord will remember his covenant forever. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. In the company and assembly of the just, great are the works of the Lord, exquisite in all their delights. Amen. He has given food to those who fear him. He will, for, he will forever be mindful of his covenant. He has made known to his people the power of his works, giving them the inheritance of the nations. He has sent deliverance to his people. Yep, that's Jesus. He has ratified his covenant forever. That's the Eucharist. Holy and awesome is his name. His praise endures forever. Amen. Paul, I'm 10 What about you, my friend? Yeah, I'm buckled up, ready to go, Jess. We're going to talk about solutions today. We know it's common sense. War is never good. War is hell, says one of our great generals. And Our Lady of Fatima said war uh, is a result of sin. To today's show, we want to talk about some of the solutions. And the solution is the apparition of Our Lady at Fatima and what she said. So for the next 60 minutes, we're going to really do a deep dive on Fatima's requests, Fatima's peace plan, and, uh, and things that we have to know about Our Lady of Fatima as it relates to what's happening today. Mm. So, uh, Paul, the, th- the first thing I just want to mention... There's a, there's a couple of topics that Catholics it's it's a good time to refamiliarize yourself with these topics. There's a website called thefatimacenter.org, thefatimacenter.org. You can refamiliarize yourself with a lot of these topics right now. Uh, for example, the importance of praying the daily rosary. How to pray mm. the rosary. Uh, the 15 promises of our lady for those who pray the rosary. You can also read about what Sister Lucy speaks on the rosary. Uh, also, another section another section would be the brown scapular. The importance of the brown scapular, it's a sign of predestination, a sign of protection, a sign of salvation. Uh, the, how to get invested in the brown scapular. Uh, you also have Sister Lucy and the brown scapular and her messages. Also, what we could do is the practical level our our daily duty. Remember, we're soldiers of Christ. We have an obligation and a duty to know the Ten Commandments, live the Ten Commandments, follow the Ten Commandments, and also a good practice to grow in holiness is to examine our conscience daily, especially before you go to bed. Perfect day, for perfect time to examine your conscience. Also. One of the things that Our Lady of Fatima also warned us about was about modesty in dress. Modesty in dress. You know, before she actually gave this, uh, th- these exhortations in 1917, uh, this was before the invention of the bikini. What would, what would Our Lady of Fatima say right now uh, in the average beach today? Also, some of the things that uh, 
we should re-familiarize ourselves with are the first five Saturday devotions. Sister Lucy explains what these devotions are, the promises of the first five Saturdays. And the reason we do these first five Saturdays is to make reparation for all the sins in the world. Paul, comments? It sounds to me like you're laying out a battle strategy, Jess. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, and it was yeah. it was given to us by Our Lady. Yes. And, and Paul, because the the thing is, too many people, they're they they're uh, they're moved by their emotions. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll turn to the mainstream media, and they'll hear about this horrible thing happening here, this horrible thing happening there. And uh, their emotions get triggered, their passions get triggered, they start becoming depressed and angry and bitter and resentful. And so we have to guard our, as St. Paul calls, the inner man, the inner, Mm. or as tradition calls it, our our interior life. Why? Because if you're not at peace with God, all these external things happening, like in Ukraine and in Russia, all these external things will affect you internally. And so this, yes. is, why, uh, this is why Our Lady of Fatima has laid out this, uh, this battle plan, Paul. Yeah. Um, Jess, um, again, um, it, you know, we're trying to read the tea leaves here. Um, um, just back it up a little bit. You know you, you, you know, you mentioned Ukraine and what's going on there. And I've heard different um, people like uh, Tucker, Tucker Carlson and and uh, of of late uh, from the remnant, Michael Matt, you know, he, he exposition facts uh, as he sees them. And it's kind of interesting. You know, I know it's a little bit off top, topic, but it is related in a sense. And the, you know, it's it's this whole idea of um, you know. Uh, how Russia is being portrayed uh, in the media. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm no fan of, of Vladimir Putin when he uses um, uh, uh, force in order to try to impose his will. Uh, I'm not saying that God doesn't use all things to work together for good for his glory, you know, uh, at different times. But, you know, I, I really... Um, uh, like you quoted earlier, I think it was uh, Douglas MacArthur, war is hell. So if war is hell, then hell can never be the answer. Our Lady of Fatima said, I am heaven. You know, she is she is right there. Well, what we'll about she is heaven? Uh, she, you know, she is the representative. She is the ambassador of heaven. She is the one that takes us and leads us to Christ, who is the door. And I think the uh, uh, a battle with earthly tools uh, uh, that can only be won with, with, with the heavenly tools that you just mentioned. Everything that you just laid out, that battle plan, is a strategy to bring about the kingdom of God on earth, to bring about, you know, uh, uh, to, uh, to uh, you know, empower church militant to go out and to accomplish God's will, which is to uh, go out and to, you know, subjugate this world and bring it under the power of Christ. That's what we need. And uh, uh, guys like uh, Vladimir Putin, you know, who we, he, he's, he's not a globalist. He's not one of these guys who has been um, uh, sucked into these ideas of, uh, uh, that the globalists are putting forth. 
And he's definitely more of a nationalist. Now, we don't agree with his methods. We think that, uh, you know, he should be joined. He should be listening to this podcast, understanding that we wrestle not with flesh and blood. See, that's not the battle. The battle's not with the Ukrainians. It's not with the with uh, NATO. It's not with the European Union. It's a spiritual battle, and we have to stand for godly principles. And that's what he said. I just wanted to put that out there because uh, I don't agree with two words that usually come across from CNN. <laughs> you know, they are so far gone, so far left, so far uh, liberal that now all of a sudden I can't, you know, uh, you know, when they want to completely just demonize Vladimir yeah. Putin, I, I'm not into it. Let me, let me, uh, uh, I agree with everything you said, Paul, and I think it's too simplistic to say, uh, Vladimir Putin, Russian, bad. Uh, Ukraine, uh, part of the European Union, good. That's too simplistic. Yeah. It's far deeper than that. And, yes. uh, and, and again, today we want to talk, talk about the solutions, but again, we'll do a deeper dive into the problems uh in in the, in the next couple of days cuz this is going to this isn't going anywhere uh yes. one of the one of the things that our lady of fatima also talked to talked to us about was personal consecration consecration to the heart of jesus consecration to the heart of mary uh she also gave us other devotions other devotions like the green scapula or the brown scapula or the holy rosary the three hail marys before you go to sleep at night the three hail marys in the morning the uh, the beautiful prayers called the, the lady Our Lady's Seven Sorrows Rosary, uh, and as Catholics, we have to be aware of the uh, of the prophecies of Fatima, and the prophecies of Fatima is is if we don't convert Russia, if Russia's not fully converted, this is what you can expect. We're going to see war. We're going to see the dis- dissemination of atheism. We're going to see the dis- the dissemination of abortion, which came from communist Russia in 1917. We're also going to see the demon- uh, the uh, dissemination of communism, which is one thing that came from communist Russia back in 1917. And, and so as Catholics, uh, we are living right now in apocalyptic times. This is no time right now to be to not be living in a state of grace. As Catholics... We have to right now take our faith very serious, have a very serious prayer life. Things are touch and go in the world right now. And uh, we're going to talk about in the next segment, we're going to get specifically into heaven's peace plan as per Our Lady of Fatima. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Jesus 911, Jess Romero, Paul Clay, giving you the solutions, Our Lady's peace plan. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. We're talking about solutions today. There are a lot of problems in the world, especially right now. The, uh, the, the drums of war are beating again. And isn't it interesting? Uh, we've had a war in this country under every president's ever under every president starting Jimmy Carter 
Every single pre- except for 45. For four years, there was no war under Trump. Uh, but before him, every other president, beginning with Carter, we've, in, we've entered into war. And after Trump, here we go again, back to the same old, same old. The, 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 the drumbeats of war. And I'm, I'm not going to be cynical. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a business. It's a mm. business. You got military and military industrial complex. You got Lockheed, you got Boeing, you got Raytheon, you got Northrop that uh, probably calling in their favors. They would call in their favors saying, hey, uh, uh, Mr. President, uh, we send you a whole bucketfuls of money for your election and, uh, and for your party. So now it's time to pay back because uh, we, we want to start turning on our machines and we, we want to start uh, you know, getting those assembly lines uh, rolling again. Uh, don't don't fool yourself for one second if you don't think that war is a business for the globalist. But let me get into some of the solutions. Heaven's peace plan. Almighty God tells us in Holy Scripture that the Blessed Virgin will defeat the devil, his followers, and plots. In Genesis 3.15, the Lord God says, I will put enmities between thee and the woman, and thy seed, and her seed. She shall crush thy head, and thou shalt lie in wait for her heel. That's Genesis 3.15. By the way, Jewish exegetes tell us, uh, the, the Jewish rabbis at the time of Christ tell us that the person who's referred to there as crushing the head of the serpent is a woman. So Jewish exegesis tells us it's a woman that does the head crushing. Uh in her appearances at Fatima, the mother of God solemnly promised us final victory over the forces of evil in our own time. She said, quote, in the end, my immaculate heart will triumph, close quote. And Our Lady also told us the Holy Father will consecrate Russia to me. Russia will be converted and a period of peace shall be given to mankind, close quote. Because the warnings that Our Lady gave the world at Fatima are so stern and terrible, Many have mistakenly characterized her message as apocalyptic, yet at the heart of the Fatima message is the promise of peace, which the Blessed Virgin offers to all men and women of faith and goodwill. In both its simplicity and its universality, Our Lady's message is unique. Heaven-sent opportunity for all people everywhere to work for a real, lasting peace in our homes, churches, and nations. Our Lady said at Fatima, If people do what I tell you, many souls will be saved, and there will be peace. So, we're going to go through Our Lady's peace plan. It's founded on three simple but powerful requests, and we'll go into them right now. The first is a request for prayer, most particularly the, the, the daily rosary and the devotion of the brown scapular. The second calls, us, calls for us to make reparation for the sins and outrages perpetrated against God's grace and blasphemies against the holy hearts of Jesus and Mary. And the third request is for consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, both on a personal basis and publicly that of Russia, and Russia specifically by the Pope and all the world's bishops. Yes. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. um, Interestingly, uh, Jess, I think... uh, 
part of it that they bring out is that uh, we play a vital role by our consecration, our individual, as, as sacred scripture tells us, to present ourselves as living and holy sacrifices, acceptable unto God. You see, when we emulate Jesus, when we, uh, when we you know, dedicate ourselves to the cause of Christ, um, we act as a, uh, uh, we, we join into the, you know, this process of, you know, uh, the whole communion of saints in order to bring about the kingdom of heaven and in order to also help uh, our prelates, the bishop and the pope, we can help them to do the right thing by, you know, when we do the right thing. But on, on the flip side, if we do the thing, if we become conformed to the image of the world, if we begin to, uh, you know, forget about the things of God, uh, then uh, that that inner that opportunity to uh, act as an intercessory help to our prelates is lost, and we slip further and further and further uh, into uh, well, what we see right now. We digress. <laughs> That's right. Yep. You know, each time the Blessed Virgin appeared to the three children at Fatima, she repeated her request that we pray the rosary each day. Mm. And in the, fi in the final vision on October 13, 1917, Our Lady silently held out the brown scapular of Mount Carmel as a sign of her desire that we undertake this great devotion. In fact, Sister Lucy has stated that, quote, the scapular and the rosary are inseparable, close quote. Emerging from faith, prayer becomes the unshakable foundation for peace in heaven's plan for our salvation. So the first thing that Our Lady called us to was to make reparation. Mm. Reparation. At Fatima, Our Lady told the seers that our Lord is much offended by sin and declared that people must amend their lives and ask pardon for their sins. She also told them that, they, that she would return later to ask for a new devotion of reparation to save souls. True to her word, on the evening of December 10th, 1925, she and the child Jesus appeared to Sister Lucy in her convent cell in Montevedra, Spain, showing the young nun a heart encircled by thrones. Our Lady told her to announce to the world in her name that she would assist at the moment of death all those who, on the first Saturday of five consecutive months, confessed received Holy Communion, <clears throat> recited five decades of the Rosary, and spent 15 minutes meditating on the mysteries of the Rosary with the intention of making reparation to her. How easy is that? Arising from, from hope, this, gr this great devotion of the five first Saturdays now unites millions of hearts in an unbroken chain of reparation for sin and atonement for offenses against the hearts of Jesus and Mary around the world. I'm going to, I'm going to request for everybody listening to the show, make sure you fulfill the five first Saturdays at least one time before you pass away so that you can say, yes, I listened to Our Lady of Fatima's peace plan for the world. Paul? Yeah. Um, again, Jess, uh, these things, uh, you mentioned how easy is this. Well, on the one hand, they're very easy. But on the other hand, they're difficult because it requires 
it requires a certain amount of focus and it requires a certain amount of uh, discipline and dedication. And in this world today, there's so many things that are pulling us and pulling for our attention that these very simple things, the simple way of life is, is almost is, is gone. And so uh, uh, at some point we have to, you know, focus and purpose and choose. It, it's, it's a matter of the will. We have to choose to do these things and have the fancy that these things, um, you know, because uh, are, are helpful. That's our problem today, Jess. There's a lack of faith out there. There's a lack of faith, and we have to understand that when we're talking about uh, Our Lady and all the things that she has, the tools and the weapons that she's given us, God, you know, we need to pray and ask God to give us, you know, to increase our faith, to give us Amen. more faith to see these things. Our Lady's also asked for consecration. The word consecrate means to make holy or to dedicate to God and declare something sacred. So Our Lady's plan for peace is a call to both personal and public consecration in accordance with the Holy Gospel. The Mother of God asks each of us to consecrate our lives to her Immaculate Heart, yes. letting it become our gateway to her Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And at the same time, Our Lady also asks the Church to publicly acknowledge her divinely appointed role as the Mediatrix of all graces and Queen of Peace by consecrating mm. Russia, and specifically Russia, to her Immaculate Heart in a public ceremony by the Pope and all the world's Catholic bishops. By this means, she promises to convert that poor nation and bring peace to the world. And speaking to Sister Lucy, our Lord has confirmed that it is in his intention that this great public act shall glorify his Blessed Mother's Immaculate Heart throughout the world, deriving as, as it does from charity or selfless love. The act of consecration is the single most important element in Our Lady's plan for peace. Hmm. And, uh, the act, we, of, the act yeah. of consecration, yes. Jess. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, there again, uh, you know, the, that, that, that's, that's within our, uh, like you like to say, that's, you know, that's, that's within our purview. That's, that, you know, that's, there's a way you refer to it. I can't even think of it right now, but you, but that's, that's something that we can do. <laughs> that's in our wheelhouse. It's in our lane. Our <laughs> lane, our lane. Our that's lane. in our lane. Stay in your lane, lay people. Yeah. <clears throat> also, we got to consecrate ourselves personally to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Do that every day in prayer. Speaking to Sister Lucy, our Lord said, I wish my church to put devotion, the devotion to this Immaculate Heart beside the devotion to my Sacred Heart. So the plan for peace which Our Lady announced in Fatima is, in essence, an effort to unite the hearts of millions of, with those of herself and her divine Son, the union of which is the very source and wellspring of true peace in the world. And St. James the Apostle has written that he can do good and does not does evil. In other, in other words, he that can do good but does not do good does evil. Our Lady has given us a simple three-point plan to bring peace to our families, to our nations, and to our communities, and to the entire world. She asks so little, yet promises so much. So join us in working for the great triumph of her Immaculate Heart and the peace of heaven that is promised through the grace of her Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to read further on this and really get involved and understand the Fatima message and live it and apply it to your, to your marriage, to your family life, Go to thefatimacenter.org, thefatimacenter.org, and all the information that we're talking about and sharing with you right there 
is found on that website, FatimaCenter.org. On the next segment, we're going to be talking about um, going into specific details about what Our Lady said about reparation and in particular, some of the some of the particular things that she taught us that we as Catholics should know and apply into our interior life. Paul? Yeah. Um, we'll see you on the next side of the break. I hear the music, so uh, I'm looking forward to the next segment. Jesus 911, two-man car. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911, two-man car, two retired cops that love the Lord, love Our Lady, faithful Catholics, and uh, our desire is to just continue winning souls for Christ. Also, the month of February, today's the last day of the month of February, uh, this is the month where we focus on the Holy Family. Uh, this has been a devotion in the Catholic Church since the 17th century. Actually, even back to the 13th century when St. Francis of Assisi invented the first nativity set. We call it the creche. And so Catholics have been have had this real devotion, real love for the Holy Family ever since the nativity set was invented by St. Francis of Assisi almost a thousand years ago. But this devotion has kind of reemerged back in the 17th century. And so there's, a, there's a, uh, a way to end prayers in the Catholic faith. It's called a doxology. It goes like this. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save souls. I've been doing that doxology for the, about the last 20 years after my morning prayers and evening prayers. It's very simple. Just say, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save souls. We want to talk about some of the nuances, some of the specifics of Our Lady of Fatima. The request made by Our Lady of Fatima in 1917 to bring peace to the world. Amen. Do you know what a sufficient number of Catholics lady fulfill Our Lady of Fatima's request? The grace will be given for the Pope in union with all the Catholic bishops of the world to heed the request Our Lord and Our Lady made of him, that is to make a solemn public act of consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, which will result in the conversion of Russia and a period of peace granted to the world. Are you doing what Our Lady of Fatima asks you to do while there's still time? Here are the five things that lay people are called to do. Number one, have you confessed your sins and amended your life, leading a truly Catholic life? In other words, are you living in a state of sanctifying grace? Yes. Number two, are you praying the rosary every day? Number three, are you offering sacrifices for sinners, including offering up your daily tasks and duties as a sacrifice in reparation for sin? Number four, are you wearing the brown scapular as a sign of personal consecration and making acts of consecration to the Immaculate Heart? And number five, have you fulfilled Our Lady's request for the first five Saturdays communion of reparation to her immaculate heart. 
Let me just say, mention something about reparation real quick, and then I'll t- t- give it over to Paul here. One thing that's very important for us as Catholics, if people say, okay, what does reparation mean? Think about re- reparation comes from the word repair. There are some people in this world, everybody was created by God. So not everybody's a child of God, but everybody's a creature of God. Some creatures of God that have been created by God have done things that are so so wrong and so evil and so wicked that it takes other creatures of God or other children of God to repair the damage for what those those uh, we could call them sons of sons of Cain have done. The sons of Seth have to make reparation, have to offer sacrifice and penance and prayers, offering your body as a living sacrifice in restitution to make amends for the for 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 the sons of Cain and the damage that they do or 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 the way they've offended the holiness of God that's what reparation means in a nutshell for us as catholics and so are you making further reparation are you making frequent visits to the catholic church are you adoring our lord in the blessed sacrament are you going to Mass as often as possible? Are you receiving communion as often as possible? Are you making a holy hour at least once a week in reparation for the sins of the world and the conversion of sinners? Are you conforming to Our Lady's request for reparation just as the angel of Adam instructed the children, prostrating himself before the Blessed Sacrament to adore and to offer up to Almighty God to ask pardon for the sins of the world and to pray for sinners? These are things that we as Catholics should be doing. Why? We are the body of Christ. And our Lord calls us to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Remember, the Bible also tells us in Colossians chapter, excuse me, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 5, it says, for as Christ's sufferings overflow to us, so through Christ does our encouragement also overflow. If we are afflicted, it is for your encouragement and salvation. If we are encouraged, it is for your encouragement, which enables you to endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Close quote. So notice what the Bible clearly says. It says that Christ's sufferings overflows to us and the grace merited from our sufferings overflows to others in the mystical body of Christ. Why? We're all connected through Christ who is the head. Now, that alone, that verse alone makes sense out of our suffering because it turns our suffering into something with redemptive power. Nothing else before or after Christianity has really grasped that suffering can be redemptive. This is why St. Paul says in another book, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 24, he says, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I complete what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is the church. Close quote. Notice. Notice the phrase that St. Paul said 
What is lacking? What is lacking? What does that mean? That means that the suffering that remains for believers in the trials of life, suffering is a mission for all of the faithful as a means of conforming ourselves to Christ. That's what Scripture says in Romans chapter 8, verse 17, and Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. Suffering conforms us to Christ. And these words that St. Paul speaks of in Colossians 1, 24, they could be misunderstood to mean that the suffering of Christ was not sufficient for redemption and that the suffering of the saints must be added to complete it. Nope. That's a heretical understanding. Christ and the church are one mystical person. And while the merits of Christ are infinite, the saints, who are the mystical body of Christ, acquire merits in a limited degree. What is lacking then pertains to the afflictions of the entire church, to which Paul adds his own amount of suffering. This is why our parents used to tell us and our grandparents, offer it up, offer it up. These three short words sum up the entire message of St. Paul in Colossians 1.24 and in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 5. Offer it up. Because when God, in His infinite wisdom, decides to visit you with some form of suffering, it is of enormous importance to accept the suffering given from the, from the loving and providential hands of God and offer it up. Remember, suffering can make us either better or bitter. Suffering can either save souls or it could be wasted pain. So how do we offer up our sufferings? When we are suffering, intentionally, strive to unite our sufferings to the cross, to the passion, to His death and resurrection. This is sometimes called the Paschal Mystery of Christ. United with Jesus in our lives, actions, prayers, and especially our sufferings, there is infinite value to this. It has infinite value. Our Lady of Fatima said, I'm going to give you 20 things that she said in her message. She spoke this during six apparitions from May 13th to October 13th, 1917. Number one, Our Lady said, heaven. She said, I am of heaven. Our Lady responded when asked by the children she appeared to. Where she was from, she says, I am of heaven. Our Lady then told the child seers, Lucia, Jacinta, and Francesco, that they would go to heaven, but Francesco would have to say many rosaries first. Our Lady of Fatima talked about purgatory. She said that she, will, that she was referring to a friend, Amelia, who had recently died. She said, Amelia will be in purgatory until the end of the world. Our Lady of Fatima spoke about offering, offering. She said, are you willing to offer yourselves to God and bear all the sufferings He wills to send you as an act of reparation for the sins by which He is offended and of supplication for the conversion of sinners? 
She, she, said, she also spoke about the Blessed Sacrament. Our Lady of Fatima said, Our Lady opened up her hands and communicated to the children an intense light that penetrated their hearts and souls, making them see themselves in God. They fell to their knees, repeating, O Most Holy Trinity, I adore Thee, my God, my God, I love Thee in the Most Blessed Sacrament. Our Lady of Fatima also talked about the Rosary. She said, pray the rosary every day in order to obtain peace for the world and the end of the war, referring to World War I. She said, when you pray the rosary, say after each mystery, O oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Our Lady of Fatima also spoke about the, her Immaculate Heart. She said, my Immaculate Heart will be your refuge and the way that will lead you to God. You're listening to Jesus 911. I'm going through the 20 promises made by Our Lady of Fatima in 1917 to the world. We'll be right back. Stick around. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Okay. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. Uh, Richard, is Paul back on? I guess he's not on yet. Oh, okay, got it. We're talking about Our Lady of Fatima. She's, she mentioned 20 things in 1917. Six apparitions from May 13th to October 13th. And, uh, and, and these are 20 things that are very relevant for lay people to know and to bring and, and to take the prayer, actually. Uh, the seventh thing that she talked about was sacrifices. Our Lady said, make sacrifices for sinners and say often, especially while making a sacrifice, O my Jesus, it is for love of thee, for the conversion of sinners, and in reparation for sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer this sacrifice to thee. The eighth thing Our Lady of Fatima spoke about was hell. She spoke of hell. Our Lady of Fatima, 1917, Our Lady opened her hands and rays of light seemed to penetrate the earth and we saw as it were a sea of fire. Plunged in this fire were demons and souls in human form. Like transparent burning embers, all blackened or burnished bronze floating about, now raised into the air by the flames that issued within themselves together with smoke, now falling back on every side like sparks in huge fires, without weight or equilibrium, amid shrieks and groans of pain and despair, which horrified us and made us tremble with fear. The demons could be distinguished by their terrifying and repellent likeness to frightful un and unknown animals, black and transparent like burning coals. Our Lady said, You have seen where the souls of poor sinners go. You have seen hell. To save them, the poor sinners, God wills to establish in the world devotion of my immaculate heart. If what I say to you is done, 
many souls will be saved, and there will be peace. The ninth thing Our Lady of Fatima said in 1917, she talked about five warnings, five warnings. She said this, If my requests are not heeded, Russia will spread her errors throughout the world, provoking wars and persecution of the church. The good will be martyred, the Holy Father will have much to suffer, and various nations will be annihilated. Well, that could very well be happening right now. Uh, what we're seeing right now in Ukraine, this could very be a fulfillment of that warning. The 10th thing Our Lady of Fatima said, she talked about peace. She said, if my requests are heeded, Russia will be converted and there will be peace in the end. And then she said, my immaculate, my immaculate heart will triumph. The Holy Father will consecrate Russia to me and she will be converted and a period of peace will be granted to the world. The 11th thing Our Lady of Fatima said in 1917 to the world was pray. She said, pray, pray a great deal and make sacrifices for sinners. For many souls go to hell because they have no one to pray and make sacrifices for them. That's why we as Catholics have to, again, we have to make, do prayers of reparation. Prayers of conversion for other people that are living wretched lives. She says, many souls go to hell because they have no one to pray and make sacrifices for them. The 12th thing Our Lady of Fatima spoke about was war. She said, war is a punishment from God for sin. War is a punishment from God for sin. The 13th item Our Lady of Fatima spoke to the world, she talked about amending, amend, amend. She said, quote, The sinners must amend their lives and ask pardon for their sins. Do not offend the Lord our God anymore, for He is already too much offended. The 14th thing Our Lady of Fatima spoke of was St. Joseph. The only saint who appeared at Fatima besides Our Lady St. Joseph held the child Jesus in his arms and blessed 70,000 people three times. Why did he do that? He's the patriarch. Patriarchal protection. It is he of whom it has been said the sound of victory will be heard when the faithful recognize the sanctity of St. Joseph. So St. Joseph has something to do with eschatology, with end times. Look at The sound of victory will be heard when the faithful recognize the sanctity of St. Joseph. Interesting. Point number 15. The brown scapular. In the final apparition on October 13, 1917, Our Lady silently held out the brown scapular Sister Lucy explained that the Blessed Mother wants everyone to wear the bronze scapular and said, the scapular and the rosary are inseparable. The scapular and the rosary are inseparable. 
the sixteenth thing Our Lady said. She talked about first Saturday devotions. She said, "I promise to assist at the moment of death, with all the graces necessary for us uh, for salvation, for all those who on the first Saturday of five consecutive months, number one, confess, two, receive Holy Communion, three, pray five decades of the Rosary, four, keep me company for fifty minutes while meditating on the on that." while meditating on the mysteries of the rosary, all with the intention of making reparation to my immaculate heart. And before Jacinta died, uh, before Jacinta died, she reveals some little-known statements made by Our Lady. The four statements Jacinta revealed, statements made by Our Lady of Fatima, were number one, fashions. She said, certain fashions will be introduced that will offend our Lord very much. She said this before the invention of the bikini. Number two, Jacinta was told by Our Lady of Fatima about the sixth commandment. Our Lady said, more souls go to hell for the sins of the flesh than for any other reason. Number 19, Our Lady told Jacinta, about marriages, she said, many marriages are not good, they do not please our Lord, and are not of God. Can this be why there's so many annulments? That's just, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud here. Can this be why there's so many annulments? Probably, because unfortunately a lot of people, again, they, when they get married, they get married for all the wrong reasons. They have, there's, uh, they have a, an emotional reason to get married, an emotional burst. But often, a lot of times, it's not well thought out. And so, this is probably why a lot of marriages offend Our Lady. Number 20, Our Lady of Fatima told Jacinta, priests must be pure, very pure. They should not busy themselves with anything except what concerns the church and souls. Close quote. As a Catholic, we should promise to fulfill Our Lady's request for world peace. I pledge myself to, to Our Lady, dear Queen and Mother, who promised at Fatima to convert Russia and bring peace to all mankind in reparation to Thy Immaculate Heart for, for my sins and the sins of the whole world. I solemnly promise to amend my life and lead a truly Catholic life. Number two, to pray the rosary daily. Number three, to offer sacrifices for sinners, including the sacrifices of my daily duty. Four, to make the first the five first Saturday communions of reparation. Five, to wear the brown scapular of Mount Carmel as a profession of this promise and as an act of consecration to thee. I shall renew this promise often, especially in moments of temptation. As Catholics, remember, Catholics may be officially enrolled in the scapular to gain the scapular promise. And you know you're fulfilling Our Lady's conditions to obtain the conversion of sinners, salvation of souls, the consecration and conversion of Russia, and of peace and the peace of Christ for the world when you pledge yourself to Our Lady and keep the first five Saturdays. Our Lady also promises to assist us at the moment of our death with all the graces necessary for salvation, those who embrace devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And the third thing, 
you will obtain indulgence, numerous indulgences and promises through praying the rosary and wearing the brown scapular. And finally, and finally, as Catholics, if you go to FatimaCenter.org and sign up there, you'll be remembered in the masses of the priests of Fatima Center and in the prayers of the priests and other members of the Fatima Center throughout the world. Pray hope and don't worry. Worry is useless. God is merciful and God will hear your prayer. That's what St. Padre Pio used to say. And uh, pray this prayer often throughout the day. Psalm 69, verse 2. Lord, come to my my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. As Catholics, we're called to be great saints. Don't miss the opportunity. Set yourselves apart from this corrupt generation. Be saints. You weren't, mid, you weren't made to fit in. You were born to stand out. Remember, when it's all said and done, Christ conquers, Christ reigns, Christ commands. This is the acclamation that we as Catholics have been praying for a thousand years. When you pray, unite your prayers to the Virgin Most Powerful, to our to the Twelve Star General. Pray the Holy Rosary and read the Holy Bible every day. By doing so, you inflict pain, torments, and drive demons away from you and your family. Let's unite our prayers to the heel of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Let's unite our prayers to the sword of St. Michael and continue delivering powerful blows to the kingdom of darkness. That's a wrap. Up next, Gary Machuda, Hands-On Apologetics. We are EOW, end of watch. We'll see you tomorrow, same Christ time, same Christ channel. God bless you. Keep the faith.